live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo. Oh, he's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and someone who's been humbled. And his assumed skills in Mario Brothers after playing Super Mario 35, <laughs> me, James Campbell. How do you feel about it? What are you? What are you? I got destroyed. <laughs> I, 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 Annihilated. I, I thought I was good at Super Mario no, Brothers. Right, no. uh, you, you are James. All right. After the few clips that I've seen, and, and and the fact that it's only a limited release, that is way more of a novelty than anything else. Like there are so many things. By the time you get to the end, just flying all over the screen. I didn't even make it that far, it's, Robbie. I'm telling oh. you, I died on the first Goomba multiple times. Oh, isn't that like, embarrassing to it be? It's so one? embarrassing, yeah. and I'm playing in front of my fiance. And I'm like, I don't know, baby. Every time the you watch me play you games, in the past yeah. two games you've tried exactly. to play. But I'm like, I'm like, every time you watch me play games, I just look like a fool. <laughs> Why? Close your eyes. Don't look. Don't look. The Overwatch League Grand Finals and League of Legends Worlds competitions both took place over the past week. We'll break down the results from both esports leagues in just a bit, because just one month before the release of the next generation of Xbox, Microsoft has announced a new partnership with GameStop. Does the gaming world now have a new power couple? That's where we're going to get started. Can Microsoft save GameStop? It seems like for a majority of 2020, any time we spoke about GameStop on Checkpoint XP, it was not for good reasons. But that might all begin to change. Recently, Microsoft and GameStop have announced a new multi-year partnership that seems to be mutually beneficial for both companies. Now, what could Microsoft gain from the seemingly failing gaming retailer? Well, Robbie Landis is here to help explain. Yeah, so uh, I have to I have to say that this was uh, surprising to me, first of all. Uh, GameStop has definitely been on a downhill trajectory. It yeah. seems like every time they're in the headlines, it's, bad. it's because they're closing, they're closing stores. closing stores or employees uh, are doing bad stuff. Yep. They, they've tried to pivot recently. Well, not recently. About maybe a year or so ago. You know, they're not all games now. If you've been into a GameStop recently, there's all sort of collectibles and toys and stuff like that. It's honestly something that gets me back in the store at Dude, least at least. How many cool collectibles I I buy from GameStop? How many gaming t-shirts I have from GameStop? Yeah, but I mean, but again, you know, they still end up closing more and more every single year. Uh, Now, the other surprising thing that happened last year was uh, Reggie Fiamis, who was the uh, president of Nintendo of America. He's now on the board for GameStop, and part of me has to wonder if maybe he was the one that kind of maybe got this deal going. But the deal is now going to see uh, Microsoft and GameStop. They're partnering up. They're going to integrate Microsoft technology into the GameStop stores. Cool, nerd, nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. And obviously, you know, uh, I think that GameStop is going to be the only places where you can go to get the special deals and do the financing on the Xboxes. Yeah, that's the big deal. So this will be the outlet where you can go get the Xbox. You sign up to get it financed. You're you're going to get the the game, the the subscription to the Mm -hmm. game services, Mm -hmm. the Game Pass, all that stuff is all going to happen inside the GameStop. Yeah, that's, that's the winning thing, I think, to come out of this is like... The rest of it using a Microsoft Surface tablet Whatever. in store. Yeah, nobody Whatever. cares. The The reason that GameStop struggles is not because of what point of sale system they have. It's just nobody wants to go in the store. Nobody needs to because everything's usually just downloadable right See, from your console at home. That's the bigger problem right there. I don't think that it's nobody wants to go in there because as me and James just said, we actually go in I, there I enjoy more than going we did. to GameStop. It's fun. Yeah, right. it's like, but I got extra is, money to burn. Let's check it out. Everyone buys their games digitally now and while I think this is a win for Microsoft because again, you're, you know, you're potentially getting your console into more people's hands. The problem is once the sort of launch window is over with, what does that do 
for GameStop, right? Yeah. Once you need people to keep coming in, what's it doing at that point? And I just I I don't know that this is a good move. Not that it's a bad move, but I don't know that this on its own is going to save GameStop. Well, I guess only time will tell. But there's some background on what exactly the deal between Microsoft and GameStop entails. We'll discuss whether or not this deal could actually work, and we want to hear from you as well. What is your take on the Microsoft-GameStop partnership? Let us know at 1-833-557-0974. We'll be taking your calls in just a moment, because now it's time for this. Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. The Overwatch League Grand Finals went down over the weekend, which we'll talk more in depth about coming up soon. But our close shave of the week means we have to highlight one match right now. The Dragons were number one seed in the APAC region all season long. In the Losers' Final, to determine who would go to the Grand Finals, the Dynasty managed to beat the Dragons in a very close Game five. He just needs the go button. Waiting for the hook. Nothing will cancel him. Another hook. The body block comes through. But he is tearing them to pieces. Gesture moments away. 97% the Soul Dynasty. They might just be about to do it. Are they really going to upset the Shanghai Dragons here and now? Map five taking them to the distance. And the Soul Dynasty just seconds away. They've done it. They will be moving forward into the Grand Finals presented by IBM. They will be taking their shot against the San Francisco Shock in our finals tomorrow. And the Shanghai Dragons are going home. All right. Congratulations to the Dynasty managing to beat the Dragons there in that Game 5. But how did the Dynasty do in the Grand Finals? Make sure you stick around. We have the results of that coming up in about 20 minutes. Remember, if you ever miss a close shave of the week, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're just talking about the new partnership between Microsoft and GameStop stores, and we want to discuss whether or not this could be good or bad in the long run. If you want to chime in on this, please give us a call at one 877 all right, we're talking about the new partnership between Microsoft and GameStop, and uh, some of you guys wanted to chime in on the phone lines. We have a caller on the line right now. Hey, yeah, this is uh, Croft Vader. I'm calling from uh, Chatham, Ontario, Canada. You know, Canadian calling here. So, you know, I like to think my opinion does matter, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, honestly, you know, with the with the big moves, um, that's you know, so honestly, the new consoles launching. It kind of seems right now is. Uh, it always kind of seems like uh, when the new consoles are launching, it's always who's going to survive and who's going to make the best partnerships. Um, I think I think this is a really good opportunity for Microsoft to uh, kind of grab the market on not only just a retailer um, where they can you know they can end up may, maybe creating bundles or exclusives for the store, um, and then up actually having the direct partnership with a retailer where um, you know it just ends up making making hopefully things easier for the consumers to buy and have maybe the availability to. Um, I, don't, I don't know if maybe they plan on doing any, you know, um, like Sony does where they have the, the exclusive games for the developers. Um, I don't know if maybe Microsoft has any plans or, you know, uh, pick up the new GameStop exclusive Microsoft controller or Xbox controller or something like that. Uh, I, I just think it's a really good move uh, from a business perspective for two uh, seemingly of the biggest, you know, companies uh, out there for entertainment purposes. Not that there's not bigger companies out there, um, but you know, I think those are two good partnerships to come together. Um, and you know, the one thing to help the economy go is to spend lots and lots of money, which they did. So, all right, on. Hey, thank you guys, uh, and stay golden. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Have a good one. Bye bye. Later. 
Later. Later. So I guess the only other question on my mind uh, uh, to you guys is, I mean, James, obviously, you know, like we said, we actually enjoy going into GameStop yeah. now, seeing what they have. I've got a lot of my really cool Overwatch figures there, like on sale off a of clearance. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's such a <laughs> right? treasure. So many treasures yeah, in clearance. I mean, uh, look, I'm wearing a sweet rabbit shirt from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with a Rocket Raccoon on it that I got there for, I think, $2. Does anybody actually or weird beard? What about you? I mean, do you actually care if GameStop is saved, or do you think that they should just let it die and just forget about it? Let it let it become you know like the EB Games of the '90s. Nobody cares about it. Nobody remembers it anymore. I am so nostalgic for things like a family video or a blockbuster experience again. Right? Like I'll, I'll never forget Friday night with your mom going. Oh, yeah. And you get the snacks and you have to pick out the movies. But I understand that something like that will never exist ever again. GameStop is going the way that same way like as as a form of what the store is I do not think that it just it shouldn't exist in the future there's no reason okay to. as it is you're not saying that the GameStop brand has to go because mm-hmm. look I still think that they're planning something big here when you look at Reggie being put on this board of CEOs looking at this partnership with uh, Microsoft a few years ago they had actually I don't know if they had put anything out or if this is something that was reported from like a, a an earnings call or something right but they are trying to turn or I think they want to turn the stores Sort of like what you get at hobby shops where people go in to play like tabletop games. Yeah. Right? Starting to, to turn them into more of like, you know, a digital sort of hangout spot. So they're almost trying to cultivate that type of culture within right. the video now, game store. Obviously, something like COVID definitely, I think, you know, put the brakes on that. Mm-hmm. Very, very sharply, might I add. But, you know, would you visit some place like GameStop that, first of all, yes, you could buy collectibles, you know, cheap. Te- uh, uh, cheap T-shirts, you know, cool toys and stuff like that. But then also maybe you know get a chance to you know sit down and and play some Among Us on their machines, or you know if they had like arcade sort of setups that that was more of like a co- community communal type thing to like you know get together with fellow gamers. Is that something that you think might be more I don't know applicable here? Do you think that could save GameStop and could Microsoft help with something like that? I mean, me personally, I might check that out, but I don't know. That's kind of more on the fringe. Imagine exactly. Imagine an Xbox game store mm -hmm. set up with consoles that all have XCloud. That now you can literally go in. Maybe you have to pay ten bucks for an hour. You sit down and kind of test everything out. You don't. Mm -hmm. It's not even testing. You don't have to worry about downloading. You don't have to worry about startup times because of XCloud. You sit down, and any game in the entire Xbox library is ready to go for you. Right there. You know Your what, save file on the cloud. Right there. Ready to go. You know what it makes me think of? I've seen them in, like, the malls. The few times humans still go to, like, malls to shop for anything. They always have that one weird store that, like, has a bunch of PCs and everything set up. And they're uh-huh. trying to get people to, like, rent time yep. while they're at the mall to, like... Oh hey, are those uh, those are still around? Yes, barely. But like they the, when people didn't have internet at home all the time. There, yeah, there's one in the Walmart near me that has a sign that says "opening back up after COVID." And oh, you wow. know what? Like that's how I see them. Is like those aren't even very successful. I don't know how GameStop like is going to internet cafe. Yeah, like you, I don't know thinking they're going to be what they're going to like. Sure, okay, you can do it. Why? Are you ever going to make as much money? Why no. aren't we into that? Because those things pop off in Korea. Because I mean, because it's America. We all buy our own things. We don't like sharing. We don't like communal <sighs> stuff. Like it's my PC and I want it now. <laughs> oh, that's that's very true. Um, the one thing I can see where they could be generating some revenue here is with the new deals that they struck up with, like Bethesda 
owning Bethesda, maybe the only way you can buy the new releases from these games is in a GameStop store. The Overwatch League Grand Finals and League of Legends Worlds competitions both took place last week. We'll have a full breakdown of the results from both esports leagues in just a bit, because ahead next, some stream stats and behavior from another well-known streamer have people questioning the popularity of Ninja. Is Ninja really the most popular streamer? We'll talk about that next on Checkpoint XP. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell. Along with me is Robbie Landis and the only member of Checkpoint XP that has almost all of the House of the Dead arcade games committed to memory. Weird beard. It's got it's a skill. If I went and is put it? it Yeah, I would put it on the top of my LinkedIn profile, absolutely. Oh, wow. <laughs> what kind of job are you gonna land with that as a skill? Uh it shows that I'm extremely dedicated and that if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm your guy and I'll make sure you uh, aren't all eaten. How far can you run before you get winded? I'm not that. You make it seem like I'm that out of shape. How man. far? A bit. I could do brisk jogs. His physical his physical abilities might not be there, but the mental capabilities okay. are there one hundred percent, Robbie. We talked in the past weeks about Ninja complaining on one of his streams about how much money he has to pay in taxes and how he wouldn't have wanted to have made so much money that he'd have to pay that much in taxes. Well, another big name streamer discussed his tax situation on stream as well, and he had a bit of a different outlook about it. Weird Beard, what's going on here? So we talked about this recently about Ninja really kind of uh, blowing up on stream. I don't know why. Like, there's three things I was taught you can ever oh, talk no. about. Oh, no. Ninja throwing a tantrum again? You, I'm so surprised. You're not supposed to talk about um, death, taxes, or religion. And, of course, he's talking about taxes. So Ninja was pretty upset about the fact that he had to pay reportedly 50% on his uh, $25 million payout that he's gotten in the past, like, few years. Let's hear what he had to say to refresh our memories. I mean, I, just, I, didn't, even, I, didn't, even know, I didn't even know how to do my taxes when I graduated high school, man. Let alone, let alone understand how much money I have to pay in taxes at this point now. Nobody feels sorry for you. Stop whining. Yeah, so he, I mean, he was pretty upset and, and essentially people snapped back at him because they were like, dude, you made $25 million. Yeah. How are you getting, like, even, I'll take a million. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. say you're going to take $24 million and I get to keep a million dollars? Didn't he cool. say something along the lines of, you guys have no idea what it feels like to just watch $15 million go out the door, yeah. even though you still have $15 million in your bank account? Yes, because I probably watched uh, about a million in taxes go out the door through my entire life working in taxes, and I still have... Not even close to what he has. So we actually had uh, essentially the anti-hero, the Batman to uh, Ninja's Joker, uh, in the opposite of how Shroud responded. Shroud was actually on stream recently talking about how much he had to pay in taxes, and uh, the internet has loved him for this. Let's hear what he had to say about it. I don't. I don't really. I don't really care too much about taxes. I just, you know, I I pay whatever the amount is, and that's it. You know, it just it's out of the way. 
Like a law-abiding citizen. Because, like, no matter what, to be in this position of being somebody who plays video games for a f***ing living, like, I I genuinely don't care. Like, and that's the correct <laughs> response to have to all of this, I, I think. I agree. And so, Shroud, it sounds like he might be a little bit more mature than Ninja. What do, what do you know of the age difference between these two gentlemen? Uh, Shroud, I think, is in his late 30s. Okay. Ninja, I think, is like... 29 years old. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it's not by much, but it's enough that it's like, one is a grown adult reaction. No, actually, Shroud is 26 years old. Wow. What? Shroud is younger. What? Yeah. My, wow! Yeah. Look at him with his beard and tell me he looks old. He does. He looks. He is younger than Ninja. That yeah. is crazy. You know, I, I feel like the more I learn about Shroud, just just the more that I respect him, and and I don't understand why in like the cultural sort of overview that Ninja is considered more famous or is considered quote unquote better. Remember when they both came back to Twitch because they they, they, they both came from Mixer after its folding. Yeah. Uh, Ninja came back and debuted on Twitch to, to almost a hundred thousand viewers, whereas Shroud had half a million on his debut. Wow. And that was without Twitch. Uh, uh, on Twitter as well, being like, "Oh, Ninja's coming back! The whole new chapter is starting, or whatever." I just, I feel like Ninja is so overhyped, and he's just this big man baby. That's Ooh, fighting all he words. Is. <laughs> you have a shocked face on right now, James. Man baby and fighting words. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff being spewed about I, Ninja. Am I wrong? I mean, based on some of the stuff that we've covered, am I wrong? I mean, uh, I think Ninja's popularity is mostly due to the fact that he was the the best Fortnite player. Is he the, was he the best well, Fortnite um, player at one point in time? I, when Fortnite, yeah, I would not peak? put best next to him because remember okay. there was—I uh, don't think it was the the uh, it wasn't the grand finals or, or the World Cup, but there was it might have been like a pro am that Twitch or Fortnite had actually extended the window for people to be able to qualify because Ninja hadn't qualified yet, and oh. even with that extended window, he still didn't qualify. So instead, they brought him in as like a guest analyst or something like that. Crazy. Yeah. But there's a, a peek into some of the current streamer drama that's going on online. Well, we do have a little bit more streamer drama to share involving a retired Counter-Strike global offensive player in the pirate action adventure game Sea of Thieves in just a moment. Because now it's time for this. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. Our Nailed It and Failed is getting started today with our Nailed It. This week, it goes out to the Overwatch League team, the Houston Outlaws. They held a charity stream event called the Spooktacular Streamathon. Players Muma, Linkser, Players Muma, Linkser, and Blase streamed along with Outlaws Partnerships account manager, Sarah. Her name's Sarah. Yep. Everybody else has a cool name. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> well, Sarah and those uh, those other streamers, they raised over $11,188 for Gamers Outreach, which provides games for kids in hospitals. And Checkpoint XP actually talked with Sarah about their event. I think this entire event was a complete success. Our goal initially was to raise $3,500, which is equal to one go-kart creation, um, which we had to keep increasing our goal initially. Um, so we we ended up tripling the amount that we initially thought we would raise. So I, I think that's beyond incredible. All right. Congrats to Sarah and the Outlaws. And thank you for helping to bring the joy of gaming to more kids in need. Uh, that was our Nailed It portion of the Nailed It and Failed It. Make sure you stay tuned for the Failed It portion coming up in the next hour. If you ever missed a Nailed It and Failed It, you can always find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we with the 
missing. The number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We were just talking about some streamer drama between two of the most well-known streamers, Ninja and Shroud. Well, it looks like Summit 1G, another popular streamer and retired professional Counter-Strike global offensive player, is also dealing with a bit of drama on his own. But this one, uh, this drama kind of involves Sea of Thieves, the pirate action adventure game. Weird beard. What's going on with this? So this is really like a much larger conversation that's all about um, like how people play games and how toxic people are allowed to be. Because I'm sure everybody's played with people they would consider toxic. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Bad players. They're just rude. They curse at you. They say things and they're, they're mean and nasty. Yeah. You counter them all the time. Sometimes I can even get a little toxic. Yeah. So what happens is uh, this guy, he's a prominent uh, Sea of Thieves streamer. And what he would encounter apparently is... Because in Sea of Thieves, you can steal other pirates or other players, like, ships. You're able to loot their bases and stuff like that. Like, Yeah, to me, that's one of the funnest parts of the game. You see somebody's ship is parked or anchored or whatever, yes. and then they're on an island doing whatever they're doing, and you just go on there and steal their stuff. So this big, this whole big expose that was actually featured in Kotaku featured uh, Rocco talking about how Summit, this popular streamer with millions and millions of followers and fans and whatnot, essentially would be toxic in-game and then take it out of the game and actually like raid discord servers with people just spamming like curse words and slurs and and calling them names and stuff like that and and really they they talked about how large streamers were able to leverage like their fan bases to harass people you know what I mean? Because if you see a stream with 20,000 mm. people watching, you know what I mean? And you're kind of toxic to that person. Are you telling me that it's not a big deal if 2,000 of those people went and just harassed somebody? See, I, I think in some cases, you, you don't even have to, like, command your following to do you it. You just have to give, like, the suggestion. Well, well not yes. even the suggestion. Some people might just see, oh, hey, you know, Summit hates this guy, so we hate this guy, too. Yep. And you have to realize that when you're the person being targeted, it's not just like, oh, we'll just ignore Summit. There's like 20,000 people that are probably, you know, tagging you on Twitter, raiding your Discord, doing all types of stuff. And and what's really terrible about it is now the streamer, like Summit, he could claim, well, I didn't tell him to do that. That's just people doing their own thing. But, I mean, personally, it is kind of on them. At the very least, when you hear or find out that this is happening, it's your responsibility to tell your stands, like, hey, stop being so yeah. we actually reached out. Summit uh, didn't want to give us a comment. But on stream recently, Summit responded to this saying that, like, playing super nice and everything like that uh, is not how the game should be played. You don't talk about how they get those servers going in the first place on Discord through harassment themselves. They will stomp a ship out until they leave the motherfucker game and get on their ship you feel me they don't talk about all that stuff though and then they sit on their servers where it's supposed to be a give and take experience pirates and mother that take and pirates that find and it's a big circle of we need each other but they sit in their circle jerk farms avoiding all aspects of fear just to get all the same stuff that you get by the way the gold farm they get it way faster way easier without fear of anything and that's not how the game should be played and we thought like that i was stopping some abusers from abusing the game okay that wasn't a community it was a very niche little thing you know what i mean uh, some argued that the streamer was simply reintroducing PvP ba- back into these servers through metagaming, while others were critical of the ways in which Summit uses audience influence outside the game to infiltrate these servers, comparing it to the unpopular practice of stream sniping. Well, it's funny how one is okay, 
all right? But somehow this one instance that I do, it's not. You're telling me I've been getting stream sniped for 10 years, right? For me to do it on one video game back and everybody, you're going to bitch fit about that? Come on. Come on. Several of his viewers would enter discords or comment on Twitter. You bet your ass. I hot. No, no, no. It wasn't just viewers. Okay. I specifically hired motherfuckers. Okay. No money involved or anything. I just, I got motherfuckers to actively speak on my discord. I, so, I mean, I, I kind of get it. Like part of me is like, it is kind of like a a player versus player game, right? Like sure, but it should not yeah. come outside of the game. Yeah, I think the the harassment outside of that is kind of the part that makes it like, all right, that that crossed the line. That's too far. Coming up, players of the Avengers game that have already completed a majority of the content released at launch, much like Robbie Landis. We have good news for those players. Looks like new content is coming soon. Find out which Marvel characters are getting added to the lineup in just a bit. Because ahead next. The grand finals of Overwatch League as well as the League of Legends World's competitions both took place last week. We have a full breakdown of the results from both leagues when Checkpoint XP returns. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. With continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is gonna be absolute madness around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with Weird Beard, and someone who was glued to his monitors watching the Overwatch League Grand Finals. Robbie Landis. It was, honestly, it was actually a little bit easier this time. Like, like, like when it comes to watching esports for the weekend, usually I have like I can't stop. There's so much going on. But being that it was the grand finals, there was only four teams to go. So the only thing that sucked about it was because they were playing in Korea, uh, the matches started at, like, you know, either 5 a.m. or 9 a.m. So oh, man. most of them I caught on the VODs afterwards. But, uh, yeah, I, look, I have to say this was some of the best Overwatch we have had all season, and this includes a season when, uh, you know, the... Uh, hero pools have been put in, so there's been a lot of stuff constantly changing. Yeah, there's been a lot of, I feel like almost when we first started doing the show together, there was a lot of different changes happening oh, to man. the Overwatch League almost every week. 2020 yeah. has been, it's been a year, let's just say. And that's not even counting all of the COVID, you know, induced changes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we went into this uh, from North America. We had the San Francisco Shock and the Philadelphia Fusion. And then from the uh, Asian region, we had the Shanghai Dragons and the Seoul Dynasty. And look, three of those teams... We're at the top of the standings, regular season, all, like, period. In fact, I don't think between the lot of them, they had more than 10 losses. Wow. And then you had Seoul Dynasty, who had a very, very shaky year, but somehow managed to sort of pull it all together just in time to make it into the grand finals here. And, you know, I kind of expected that if anyone was going to get bounced, it would have been them. But unfortunately, fans in Philly... You guys, uh, I feel sorry for you. Well, uh, I feel yeah. so sorry for you. Let, <laughs> let's actually let's play a small clip of uh, that match right now. Hold on to try and break the fusion out of this compromising scenario. There we go. Take a soil sample for analysis, Ivy. He's back in spawn, and the dynasty move forward in numbers now. Just a little dawn. Funny Astro to mean he couldn't get out there in the soul dynasty. 
the dispatch of Philly Fusion, who spent all season creating chaos and thriving in it, but now Philadelphia, they die by the same sword that they lived. So yeah, Philadelphia Fusion, uh, they had two games that they played, and they got fully swept 3-0 and in both of those games. They looked nothing like the team that we had been watching all season long, uh, but they lost to both Shanghai and then the Seoul Dynasty. Uh, San Francisco Shock, they coasted all the way through the winner's bracket, all the way to the grand finals, and uh, it was the Shanghai Dragons and the Seoul Dynasty that went all the way to a Game 5 before the Shanghai Dragons. This is the team that in the inaugural season in 2018, they went 0-40. Wow, they lost 40 matches? They lost every single match. That, I believe, is currently the record in professional sports for the longest losing streak. They would then come back in 2019. 40. They did okay. They were about middle of the road, but then this year, they were on a tear. They they demolished everyone they went up against. And and you know, the match that was sort of, you know, spoken of was the Shock versus the Shanghai Dragons. That was the completion of their anime storyline. Mm-hmm. And they lost to the Seoul yeah, Dynasty yeah, in the yeah. losers bracket in a game five. So was it worth staying up? Did you stay up or did I you did not? I caught all of these on VODs. But what would have been worth staying up for was uh, and, and <laughs> staying up for. I would have just had to get up early. It was a nine a.m. match between the San Francisco Shock and the Seoul Dynasty. The Shock, of course, being our champions from last year in uh, game six, they went all the way to a game six. It was four to two was the final score. The Shock did end up taking the series and are now the first Overwatch League back-to-back champions. Wow. Congratulations to the Shock on that. I assume we might have some more details, more in-depth analysis over at the Owl's Nest, Robbie? Uh, yes, absolutely. You can find the Owl's Nest over at CheckpointXP.com or on the Checkpoint XP YouTube channel. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. We were just getting the rundown from Robbie Landis on how the Overwatch League Grand Finals played out last week. Well, Overwatch wasn't the only esport league holding a major competition. League of Legends held their Worlds competition as well. We do have Checkpoint XP producer Callie joining us to give us an update. Callie, did the North American team do as poorly as some of the predictions I heard you and Weird Beard discussing earlier? Oh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I no hope you, for North America. It's, it's real hard being a fan of North America in League of Legends. It is. Not because, an Overwatch. <laughs> in League of Legends specifically because, I, I got to tell you, we do have one of the greatest productions anywhere. Like, the LCS is second to none in production value. It's awesome to watch. And then you realize how bad the competition level is once you get to the international stage. We had three teams that were sent to Worlds this year. Team Liquid, Team Solo Mid, and FlyQuest. And all three of them have been eliminated Oof. as of this weekend. Didn't, None didn't of them survived of them the group stage. Oh, and 6 Team Solo Mid yeah, did not TSM. win a single game at Worlds this year. Six <laughs> yeah, losses. Match, huh? I, th- I think, uh, if I know this correctly, they're the first number one seed to never win a single match in group stages. I believe they are indeed the first number one seed to ever go winless. So, yeah. Man, what a title to own. Not a a great title, but it is a classic North American title to own. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Classic NA, of course. Team Liquid uh, finishes 3-3. They made it interesting with an impressive second week of performance, but they didn't make it through. And FlyQuest, maybe the sole bright spot of Sunday morning, was uh, them defeating Top Sports, which are, in my opinion, the best team in the world. I thought there was zero chance they would beat the Chinese juggernaut, but they did uh, to force a tiebreaker game, which would have seen them make it past group stages and into the quarterfinals if they had managed to beat Korea's King Zone Dragon X. 
and they got smashed. Now, now so. to date, has a North American team ever made it out of group stages? Yes, uh, yeah. Cloud Nine managed it two years ago. They that, made it all the way to the semifinals. Time. And uh, do you count season one before Korea and China were allowed to play? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay, then no, it's, it, it hasn't happened. Uh, my, my favorite thing that I actually saw uh, over the weekend, Sinatra, who was the league MVP uh. in Overwatch two years ago. He was on the San Francisco Shock, so they are world, he, he has a world championship. Left San Francisco Shock, he's playing uh, Valorant. Valorant right now for what team? Is it Sentinels? Sentinels. Right? For the Sentinels, he actually tweeted out, do I have to switch over to League of Legends just to get these clowns out of group stage? Ooh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Sinatra. I'll tell you what, Sinatra. It, it couldn't hurt at this point. I mean, I, I don't even know what else to try. I don't think there's anyone good in our entire region right now. Now, did, did I also hear that there's there's talk that Doublelift might be done? Uh, so he was unceremoniously ousted from Team Solo mid. Yes. He is gone. And I, listen, I, for me, I think his next stop is either going to be the caster's desk or maybe someone like 100 Thieves picks him up for like a one more like, hey, let's bring in the veteran hold, hold and see on. if he so can get on. it there. Hold on. So this year he, who, who, who you would argue is yeah. one of the... The all-time greatest quote North unquote, American players. Yeah. All-time greatest. He was kicked <laughs> off of Team Liquid so, yeah. and Team Solomon yes. in the same... Season. Yes. Yeah, he's been kicked off two teams this wow. year. Yeah. What a reputation. <laughs> yeah, and he might be the, the greatest of all time in North America. So. Yeah, and it's... it's I but he's at the end of his career. He's old. 27. It, the what do you want? money of it, the money aspect of it is what blows my mind. Like, Double If was paid how many millions of dollars? One of the highest, like, contracts. I don't know. They backed a Brinks truck up to his house. I yes. don't know. What do you want? Wow. Like, it's just massive amounts of money, and it's like the guy's not even going to exist in the league next year. No. Like, that's... Crazy, but it's like you look in the NFL. Tom Brady, he's probably on his last season now. We can probably pretty safely say that. How many rings does he have to show for it? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, I'll tell you right now. He might not have any rings, but he has a Brinks truck coming to his house (laughs) to show. There's a video out there of him somewhere, like rolling around in a bed of money. It'd be like like Floyd Merriweather, (laughs) yeah, you know, walking around with bags with millions of dollars. That's not an exaggeration. No, that video exists. A video of Doublelift rolling around in a bed of money. Yep. If I had money like that, you'd probably find videos of me doing it naked all the time. Coming up, have Twitch staff members been popping into streams and tricking streamers into promoting brands? This is a very interesting story that we'll talk about in just a bit. Because coming up next, big news for players of the Avengers game that have already completed a majority of the content released at launch. The first downloadable content for the game is coming soon. Find out which new characters from the Marvel Universe you'll be able to save the world with. That, plus the free game of the week, all next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. The League of Legends World Championships continue throughout the month of October, with the finals set to be held in early November. With the Overwatch League Grand Finals in the books, normally we turn our attention to the Overwatch World Cup. However, with BlizzCon canceled this year, that event is now in doubt. We're unlikely to see more professional Overwatch until 2021. In Counter-Strike Global Offensive, the month of October plays host to IEM New York, as well as the DreamHack Open Fall event. The RLCS X Fall Major is underway, and North America's turn is just about here. North America will compete on October 18th and October 25th. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition will run November 13th through the 15th. We're coming up on the end of the major esports seasons at this point, and it's going to be a long wait until January. Hopefully, 2021 will be a better year for esports. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, head on over to our website. That's over at Checkpoint. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. (laughs) 
Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. .xp.com. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who thinks Crash Bandicoot 4 is way too difficult of a video game. Me. James Campbell. I saw on stream, though, you beat your first boss. I did beat my bear. Do you know how many times it took? It <laughs> took like 50 attempts. But- I, I saw I saw your your tweet, too, where you're like, I beat the... When, when, when I first read it, I thought it said, I beat Crash Bandicoot. And I was about to be so proud of you. And yeah. then I reread it again. You're no. like, the first level. The first and I'm like, level. Oh. Do you know how many hoops we had to jump through as that Bandicoot to try to beat that boss? Oh, my God. How do children play this game? They're, That's they're, what I need to know. Yeah. How do children, a grown man, games could barely beat the games boss? Games aren't considered children's games anymore. They're just games, man. Either you're you're good enough to beat it or you're not good enough that, to beat it. That's a that's your new title is uh, the man <laughs> emasculated by a bandicoot. <laughs> I'll take it. I like that. The man emasculated by the bandicoot. I have to put that in next week's rejoins. Good news for players already bored of the new Avengers game that released back in September of this year. If you've already played through all the content that came with the initial release, don't worry, there is more on the way soon. Robbie, when do I need to hurry up and complete this game by so I'm ready for the first downloadable content release? Oh, well, you should complete it as soon as possible, first of all. Uh, and, and, and actually, I, I need Weirdbeard to, to hear me here because apparently the Avengers game as of right now is in dire straits. You were the one that's sort of been campaigning for this game. It's going to be a big success. And yeah. while the game itself was, yes... Very good. According to some of the Steam numbers, there is uh, uh, around 2,000 people still playing it at any, at any point in time. What was, are- uh, what was the game that I told you I thought it was uh, not Destiny, but uh, the other big flop? Anthem. 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 That's, right. that's what I really feel okay. like this game has turned into, and that's no. such a disappointment. <laughs> uh, oh, not man. quite. Anthem on release didn't have any content. Like, like, there wasn't a story to it yet. There is actually a story here. At the very least, if no content ever comes out for this game again... I put 40 to 60 hours into it. Same that I would into like a Final Fantasy game or, you know, any other uh, a Spider-Man game that I came out. I know you out, ripped right? through this game like super yeah, fast. Yeah, definitely. My money was well spent, but obviously there are some people that want more and this was designed to be a game as a service to keep delivering more and more content to people. People that are expecting to maybe be playing this every single day, monthly content constantly, I think they need to cool their jets a little bit. I think you need to consume this more like you would a World of Warcraft or a Destiny where you get content every maybe three to four months. And to that end, uh, Crystal Dynamics has said that, yes, more content is on its way. Uh, They haven't given a specific time date, but probably somewhere near the end of October here, uh, we'll be getting a new storyline that has to do with the two Hawkeyes, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton. It will also introduce a new base quest hub as well as new missions and new enemies. And uh, go ahead and, and, and listen to the short little clip here from the little bit of a, of a cinematic or a teaser that we did get so far. What the hell is that? Our guest finally agreed to help. Remember what's riding on this. Easy, Doc. Deal's a deal. I'll do my part. Clint? I need to destroy that place. Now! No. 
So there we go. And uh, I think the thing that I'm most excited for here isn't actually Clint Barton, but uh, Kate Bishop. She was the second Hawkeye to take up the mantle, and uh, I can already see Weirdbeard over there giving me giving me this look. The, well, same, has, look, has, the same look that mm-hmm. I give him whenever he talks about Spelunky too. But I will have you know that Kelly Spelunky Thompson, good. that Kelly Thompson's Kate Barton, or not Kate Barton, sorry, Kate Bishop's Hawkeye won an Eisner Award. All right, and is one of the best stories out there. So you better watch yourself, Weirdbeard. I, I get the comic book thing, but at the same time. Like just how they changed the previous Spider-Man to now look like Tom Holland. I think they just go off movie caricatures, and so Hawkeye's gonna suck. Hawkeye looks nothing like the MCU one. He looks more like a uh, who's 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 the guy from uh, uh, the the Unbreakable trilogy, uh, McAvoy. Uh, Jason, uh, James McAvoy? Yeah, yes. and what was that superhero He's movie bald? he was in? He's yeah. bald and creepy? Yeah. He was okay. uh, Professor X. He was also Professor X, but anyway, he looks a lot like him. Okay. But anyway, look, I... <laughs> I have hope for it. You know, what we played so far uh, in just what was released with it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think that people are maybe getting their hopes up or, or just getting a little bit too whiny to think that you're constantly going to have new content like every single month. Go play some other games, right? So Cyberpunk's we, about to come out. Take a break. We don't know the exact date, but what are you guys' feelings on probably right around the release of the next-gen consoles? I feel like it's going to come out right before that point. See, I was thinking sometime near the end of October here, uh, uh, maybe early November, but just in time to maybe encourage some people to get a PS5 who haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. Those who already have it on PS4, my thoughts. you do get a free upgrade to the PS5 version, mm-hmm. which is nice. Don't have to worry about you know spending any, any uh, extra money here. But that wouldn't be a bad idea to help push it through. Now, the last thing I have to ask on this is, is is this a game you would want to sink the long amount of time into? Like, Because I feel I'm, I'm weird. Some games I just want to come to an end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me unlimited DLC. Don't continue going. Like, that was the game. Thank you very much. I have other things to do. Is Avengers a game that you want to continue to soak hours into? Yes, because here's the thing. Uh, the way that they do their difficulty... You don't actually have to participate in what people call the grind, who are just constantly playing it to get stronger and stronger and stronger. You don't have to do that if you just want to experience the story. And I like the idea of being able to come back every three, four, five months, play a new injection of story content, and this could, and if they continue with the same level of writing and production they did for the initial release of the game, will be the MCU of video games, which people were clamoring for after the PS4 Spider-Man release, and this is the better place to do it. And so I think, if uh, to kind of help answer your question too, Weird Beard, if you're into the games for the story, like Robbie is, Robbie is a very passionate gamer, especially when it comes to a great story arc, mm-hmm. great storylines, I think this is going to be the game for you. If you're just wanting to play the game because you're a huge Marvel Avengers fan, you might not be in for the long haul, all of these downloadable content and all that other stuff. But I feel like if you're down for the story and you're a Marvel's fan, this is the game to drop your money on. Well, and again, once you buy it one time, you don't have to keep buying the DLC. You can basically just show up once every six months and have new content to play in between all the other major releases that you're waiting for. It's a win-win. Gaming on a budget? We've got a game for free. Free 99! Checkpoint XP's free game of the week. Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. This week's free game of the week is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I love you, Sonic. Is I mean, like, oh. <laughs> was this game just designed to, like, make your little brother miserable? Yes. Is that what it is? Of course. What? That's really it's funny. The, playing as Tails is little brother mode. Oh, like, that. 100%. Boy. It's like, I'm doing something. I can fly. <laughs> Am I healthy? No, actually, you're hindering. James, how many Sonic the Hedgehog games have you played? Uh, really, just well. I have to think back now. I played the original like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think that, that might be it. I feel like I've played other Sonic games, but none are ringing in the bell. Blasphemous. Yeah. Sonic 2, though, is kind of the one that every, if you imagine what a Sonic game is in your head. Oh, Sonic Spinball is the other Sonic game I played That's all the one. time. So this has nothing to do with Sonic Spinball, but it is <laughs> the classic, what everybody, it takes the what you originally had in Sonic and improves on it in Sonic, uh, Sonic 2. And really, though, like to get this on Steam for free is such a huge win. It feels like Sonic has been everywhere ever since the movie uh, came out in did well, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it's fun to be able to pick I, this honestly, up. Honestly, I'm actually surprised that that Sega has allowed Sonic to be put on Steam at this point. Like I would have expected it, uh, you know, on the Switch for sure. But uh, allowing Steam and PC users a chance to play it that really surprises me. Is this the first Sonic uh, game that's been on the PC? Available on a PC? No, you could buy them beforehand. Oh, so okay, there's okay. there's like the remake Sonic Mania, right? That had like all the old ones. And oh, like, see, I didn't realize that Sonic Mania had everything in. It. I thought it was just like a new Sonic. It it made. is, but like they also had you can go back and revisit other ones. Interesting. There's also the, a re-release of the classic. Like this, you, this was available on Steam. You had to pay. I think it was like five bucks for it or something. Right now, though, for it to be free, I think it's super cool, especially because what it feels like anymore is a lot of these. Uh, companies are re-releasing like specialized systems right to be able to that's the only way you can play like all the, the old Nintendo games or the Sega minis yes exactly they're even thinking about doing a Sega Dreamcast mini oh, I heard um, the rumors about that and so I think it's nice that you have a company that's like hey you don't have to buy a whole Sega Genesis mini to be able to play Sonic you want to just play the best Sonic that it is out there cool play Sonic uh, Sonic 2 for free awesome uh, this is the Sonic this one has tails right yes little sidekick this one does have tails miles and- per hour what about Knuckles? Is that coming in a later title? Knuckles was in Sonic 3. Yes. Okay. I got to give all my my Sonic the Hedgehog titles straight here. <laughs> yes, you do. But there's your free game of the week, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You can play it right now for free on Steam. Now, if you're looking for another good game recommendation, something that's easy to get into and well worth the time, we have our Patient Gamer segment coming up in the next hour. Coming up next, we're going to find out what exactly some video game characters would have posted on their OnlyFans page, what? as well as what some of us here on Checkpoint XP could potentially post on their OnlyFans page. It's coming up next. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. <laughs> Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. On Checkpoint XP. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo. Oh, He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell. And joining me are Weird Beard and the only person I've ever encountered in real life to claim to be able to tame an owlbear. Robbie Landis. Uh, well, I mean, look, in, in Baldur's Gate, uh, I was not able to. I did steal its egg, though, as revenge. You stole an owlbear's uh, egg? Yeah, what is an owlbear? Yes. It's, it's, imagine a bear, okay. right? But it has an owl's head instead of fur, its feathers. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Does it have wings or does it have bear arms and claws? Uh, it kind of has a little bit of both. So it's um, kind of like a, like what a what's a centaur it's, and it, a man? It's a what's monstrosity. Called? It's called a centaur. Oh, it is a centaur. A, min- okay. a minotaur. Oh no, a minotaur is yeah. a bull and a man. But uh, uh, anyway, I sold its egg because it was seven hundred fifty gold. Seven hundred fifty gold. So, wow. Right. Yeah, it was a nice pretty penny. Yeah. Earned. 
You, so you don't eat the owlbear eggs? You no, sell I sold it. It's probably a very expensive delicacy. Probably, yeah. All right. Well, good luck on your taming uh, of the owlbears there, Robbie Landis. Last week, Kelly walked away as the Checkpoint XP champion after she was able to identify the imposter game reviews of Among Us. Well, Weird Beard has a new game this week that involves video game characters and only fans what? pages. Yes, so we are actually going to be doing a thing where we guess uh, what's on people's OnlyFans. So in case you're living under a rock, what is OnlyFans? OnlyFans is uh, it's been around since 2016, and it's a, a website to where people pay you to like get exclusive content. Now, most of the time, it's used by like adult workers in a certain line of Lude work. Lewd content. Yeah. Yes, like shirtless photos and mm-hmm. pictures of genitalia. However, they have had an ad campaign recently to remind people that it's not just nudity that you sell on OnlyFans. So, oh, so it's just a Patreon. Then. Yeah, kind of. But so what we're going to do is we are going to guess what video game characters would be putting on their particular OnlyFans. But first, I want to start with what you guys would put on your OnlyFans. James, what would go on yours? My OnlyFans would probably contain uh, videos of me shirtless eating cheesy gordita crunches <laughs> by the pool. Great. <laughs> It's totally worth six ninety nine a month too. Oh, all way. right, yes. all right. Well, look. First of all, you can choose how much you want people to pay. Well, so, that's why I figure yeah. six ninety nine is worth a couple of shots of uh, me shirtless. Look, in in order to compete with what people actually put on OnlyFans, mine would have to be adult themed, and I would do uh, daily magic items that you can use in your home D anD D campaigns that are geared more towards the erotic role playing. Of the uh, the fan base, erotic wow. role play. Robbie Landis into erotic role play. He was able to marry that so well. He was. He is truly a dungeon master. Uh, <laughs> um, for my OnlyFans, I think I would put um, pictures and videos of my cats. And so what I'd do is I'd title them like super lewd stuff and everything mm-hmm. uh, in reference to my cats. He'd be like washing this dirty girl today, and his cat like or got be like watch so me shave like, my pee. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so I think it's uh, I think it would go over well. People would pay for my cat pictures. All right. So wh- how we're gonna play? I'm gonna give you a uh, video game character, and you have to tell me what they would put on their OnlyFans. Wait, fans. hold on. How do we earn points? <laughs> There's no points. All right. So we'll start with you, James. Yes. Okay. Um. So are you familiar with who Nathan Drake is? Nathan Drake. Uh. Kind of. Yes. Tom From Holland's playing him in. Is it just Cause? Uncharted. Uncharted. Okay. Yes. So Nathan Drake. What would Nathan Drake put on his OnlyFans? All right. Now before you answer this, Callie is here. And oh, Callie's Callie joining us. Okay. Is going to serve as a judge. Now, Weird Bit, are you also going to be answering these as well? Is it just me and James? Uh, I think it's you and James. All right. Like, so mono it's me and mono. James. Oh man, head this is OnlyFans going head to head with Robbie. All yeah. you have prepared to, do, to lose, Robbie. All you have to do is at the end, you're going to pick a winner based on who you think came up with the best ideas here. And, and the idea is game characters only fans page? Yes. yes. Got it. Okay, I can All do right. that. All Nathan right. Drake. Nathan Drake's the first one he's given me from Uncharted. You, Go for are you it. familiar with that yeah, game, Robbie? I <laughs> just making sure. Come on, James. Exotic locations. Shirtless, full frontal nudes posing in front of wow. crazy exploits that he's just done. So okay. if he's blown up a ship or something in the background, he's now posing fully nude with, with this destruction behind him. I've got to say, that's got it seems like it'd be really tough on him. Like he just goes through this crazy, like high flying adventure and then he yeah. like lands and he's like, okay, wait a minute. Time get the get camera naked. out. I got to take my clothes off. <laughs> well, Callie, he's dangerous and erotic at the same time. And he has a phone with selfie capabilities, so he can do it all. <laughs> Fair all enough. Right. All right, Robbie, Robbie, what do you think? You're a move, Robbie Landis. Oh, I also have to do? You're not going to give me a different character? I'll give you a different one. Oh, that, that's what I thought it was. Uh, Bowser. What would Bowser <laughs> put on <laughs> his OnlyFans? Bowser's OnlyFans is all the different ways that he tortures and puts the Goombas and the Koopa Troopers through hell. That's it's dark. Actually, that's a yeah. pretty good answer, is, is it, Do you put that on OnlyFans? I thought OnlyFans was like 
Like only for well, like no, for two well, depends on what There's you're actually into. a new campaign they've been doing to remind people that OnlyFans isn't just for lewds and nudes. It's, it's basically Patreon. You you can really put any content. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, that said, I think James really stuck to us, so I'm, I'm going to say James gets the point in the That's first round. That's a point. All right, here we go. Second round, James. What would Samus Aran put on her OnlyFans? This is the the chick from Metroid, yes, right? That's Metroid. Correct. Okay. Intergalactic fornication videos is what oh she's going to put on right, her well, OnlyFans. James is what we're going to call OnlyFans classic. Yes, <laughs> I'm I'm going with the OnlyFans that I'm familiar of on my own account. All court. right, so. intergalactic <laughs> fornication. fornication. Yes. Yes. Okay, she's hooking up with a bunch of different alien that's, beings. That's wow. Okay, James. For, I don't know that I want to think about first of all. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I want to think about Samus and a Metroid, but everybody's tested. Okay, okay. For just so you know, the fan art exists. I'm sure it does. For Robbie, I'm going to say Cortana from the Halo. From Halo. Oh, Cortana from the, the Halo fan art series. also exists. Okay, so, this yeah. one. so Cortana, her OnlyFans page isn't actually pictures. Her OnlyFans page is audio based as she hooks up. Not like that. <laughs> and she gets together with other digital-based video game characters, and they start releasing singles akin to KDA stuff. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, point goes to Robbie on the pure basis that I actually want to see that one, and I don't know that I want to see James. KDA featuring Cortana. Fair yeah, enough. I think I've been to that, actually. What's, what's KDA? KDA is the virtual pop band that the League of Legends characters make. Ah, pop stars. Okay. We talked about this a few gotcha. minutes ago. Yes, I knew, I knew that term has been used before, but I, had yep. to, I need a refresher. Thank you. <laughs> All right, next one, we are playing, what would these video game characters put on their OnlyFans? We have James and Robbie guessing, and it seems like Callie was forced to come in uh, against her will to have to moderate on this one. James, your next person. Just got to do a better job than Chris Wallace. Yes. James, what would Scorpion from Mortal Kombat put on his OnlyFans? Scorpion from Mortal Kombat on his OnlyFans. Okay, so he's like uh, the yellow guy in Mortal Kombat. Get over here! Yes, thank you. His fatalities usually revolve him taking his head, his mask off and like blowing fire from a yep, skull. that's correct. And that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming he's a grill man. So he's taking tasteful nudes around grill. They don't all have to be nudes. Yes. This, is only, this is the only fans that I know, Robbie. It all has nudes. Unless you're Bella Thorne. Well, you're ripping off your audience and not posting those nudes. So he's going to have like steaks and sausages and all those sorts of things kind of around that you can use an innuendo for. Oh, and he's going to pose in that environment. Now, is, is this like like he's cooked them, though? He, it could be raw. It could be cooked. Okay. It depends on what your what your pleasure is. I'm, sure it'll, I'm sure it'll be raw. Yep. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Robbie, for you. What would Mega Man put on his OnlyFans? Ooh, you know what? I think Mega Man would actually be uh, a, pretty close to what what you wanted to do with yours, Rick. It would all be about his dog Rush. It would be nice, wholesome content. Oh, quite gosh. the opposite. Put it on Patreon. Okay. Nice, wholesome content. Put the right to Patreon. <laughs> this, is, this is OnlyFans, Robbie. Um, I think. No one's looking at pictures of a robot dog. Nobody I think... wants to look at raw meat either. <laughs> you have never been on Grinder, have you, Robbie? Uh... <laughs> I think Robbie's. Uh, I think the the Mega Man one will get more views. I think. I think nice pet content always wins. It's Although look, pet look... content on OnlyFans makes me nervous. Well, look, it's like the guy on Pornhub who always puts like wholesome content, like here's how to change your tire, or you know. All right, point goes to Robbie. What you fantasy does Rob? What fantasy world does Robbie live in where he thinks that's posted on Pornhub? Yeah, uh, there is actually a dude who does that. He posts actual good stuff. <laughs> last person or last round here. Uh, Robbie is up by one point on James right now. James, I need you to tell me for your final answer. What would Donkey Kong 
put on his OnlyFans. Oh, Donkey man. Kong? Well, obviously, Donkey Kong is going to post nudes. Uh, <laughs> but he's wearing a barrel. He'll be wearing a barrel, you know. Um, he'll have some bananas <laughs> put in, uh, you know, very, very... Strategic spots, yeah. you know, some big bananas it's impl- and It's things. implied nudes. It's classy art. Yeah, yeah. He's going to keep it classy. <laughs> uh, he'll have that princess in distress, you know, for Donkey Kong, you know, back in the old days. Yep, yep. Donkey Kong had the princess, you know. Original Pauline. She'll be there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's what Donkey Kong's putting on his OnlyFans. <laughs> All right. Robbie, for your final answer, I need you to tell me, what would Sam Fisher from the Splinter Cell series, put on his OnlyFans. All right, I'm, I'm actually going to go a little bit more into what James does. <laughs> Being this Sam Fisher is all about stealth and espionage, all of his are going to be nude selfies in places you wouldn't expect them to be. Like, like he's, he's going Deadpool. Yeah, like the president is there in, 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 the, uh, abo- in the Oval Office above the desk, and Sam Fisher has, like, come down Mission Impossible he's style. He's still got, like, the weird yep. headset on, yep. but he's that's now the, nude. That's the way. only thing he's wearing, and he's taking a picture of his junk with the Oval Office behind him. Well, I'm sorry. Robbie gets the point. Yeah, even James is on board that Robbie gets the point. All yeah. right. Champion once again. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. You heard I nailed it earlier when we told you about the Houston Outlaws and their spooktacular streamathon to raise money for gamers outreach. Well, now it's time to hear who failed it. Sometimes it's not about what you did, but the karma that eventually catches up to you for it. Streamer Erob has made it a staple of his Twitch channel to open packages on stream sent to him from listeners, and he obviously trusted his viewers and fans a bit too much. Listen as Erob opens a smelly package and hear the horror in his voice as he realizes just what's in the bag. It stinks, Brittany. (gasps) It's a baggie of something. What is it? It's You have been peeped on. You know about who? Turn over. (laughs) Amazing! Amazing! His wife's in the back with a baby just like watching being like... They just sent me that, uh, the dread me. in her voice. What's in it? Yeah, what's in the bag? <laughs> it's like the like Brad Pitt in Seven. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> what's in the bag? No. It's poop. All right. Don't forget if you ever miss a nailed it and failed it, you can find them posted over at checkpointxp.com. Coming up, we asked on social media over at checkpointxp on Twitter and Facebook if 2020 was a video game, what would it be? We'll discuss your answers in a little bit because ahead next, we're checking the gaming headlines. Robbie, what do you have in store for us? Rapper turned streamer Logic just dropped $220,000 on a rare, coveted nerd artifact. Ooh, gold-plated NES. Mm-hmm. We'll find out what it is next on Checkpoint XP. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. <laughs> Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and with me is Robbie Landis, as well as the only member of Checkpoint XP to be followed on social media by a real life character from Mortal Kombat. It's weird, weird. I have to tell you, I love the fact because uh, the guy that played Johnny Cage 
in the movies is friends with me on Facebook. And he recently posted like old martial arts combat videos of like him training in a dojo when he looked like Johnny Cage nice. from the movie and everything. Oh, it was so good. Does he have any videos of doing the splits and the punch? I mean, he does it still, but like as an old guy now. Oh. It's, it's kind of <laughs> weird to watch, but at the same time, More like, like Johnny aged. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Twitch is back in the headlines for some questionable reasons. Are they taking advantage of streamers to promote brands for free? Well, we'll find out about that in a bit, because first, it's time for this. Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! Here's another eSports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. You may have heard about the Super Nintendo World theme park opening next year in Japan, but have you heard of porn company Soft on Demand's adult theme park opening in Tokyo? I have not. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's a mostly just a place to get alcohol and buy adult DVDs, but uh, apparently some employees walk around in bikinis as well. Ah, are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> it is apparently a five-story COVID-friendly uh, environment. All their employees are like behind plexiglass or whatever, and everyone's required to wear masks, which makes it uh, pretty hard to drink your beverages, I guess. But apparently, uh, they were thinking about holding off until after all the COVID stuff, but uh, uh, their CEO said this is the best time to do it because of COVID. Yeah, people are stuck in the house, so what are they going to do? Watch porn! And go out and get some from this theme park, apparently, which doesn't really think... Can like you call it a theme, theme park? park? See, like, that was my thing. When I saw the headline, porn company, adult theme park, I'm like, whoa. Okay, what about if this? And it's really just, it's a five-story bar with adult DVDs. Okay, but what if on a couple of these stories they have, like, you know those ponies you can ride at the grocery store? This is already, okay. yeah. But you, instead of it being a pony, it's a piece of male genitalia that you can ride. All right, Mortal Kombat has released <laughs> the next three characters in their DLC lineup. They feature two legacy characters, Melina and Rain, as well as a true American action hero, John Rambo. The Rambo is such a disappointment because what? What? yes, what? yes. Come on, look. This is the first no. time they featured not MK characters. They've had the Joker. They've had Spawn. They've had RoboCop. I, I think it's and I, Rambo yeah. is even voiced by Sylvester Stallone. What is your problem, Weird Beard? Uh, I think that I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that I just don't even like like the later movies got away. The very first Rambo was about this guy with PTSD who wasn't you know like super hype. He never killed anybody in that movie. You, you read know what I mean? you, you read the Kotaku article. About it makes how good. Mortal Kombat aren't honoring the legacies of the original characters. I also think it's dumb. I wish, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to make a crazy cool fighting game, make a character that's not just like Stallone in real life. You know what I mean? No, like, I'm, I'm uh, cool with this. I don't think that Mortal Kombat has to worry about honoring the legacy of movies that has nothing to do with. It's just about having fun. And I think that Rambo is a badass and deserves to be in there. What about you, I'm, I'm with you. Put Rambo in my Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Him and, right. and versus RoboCop. I want to see who would win. Who would win? RoboCop versus Rambo? It's probably RoboCop. Alien? Predator? Yeah. They're all in there. Leatherface? Yep. They've been in there before, too. You know? Yeah, see, this is great. great yeah, edition. I love it. It's perfect. You're weird, lame. Lame Beard. Lame oh, Beard. That's go. his new nickname. That sounds like the one. worst pirate ever. <laughs> the third installment of the Watchdog franchise, Legion, will feature an Assassin's Creed crossover that will have a modern-day assassin appearing in the game. Abstergo, which is the evil corporation from the Assassin's Creed games, has also been referenced in previous Watchdog games as well. Is it all just one big universe? Uh, I think multiverses are like the the big ones where they interconnect everything are kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. So like oh, I, you I hope see not. that come together in video games. See, I've actually since the very first Assassin's Creed when they had the whole storyline of like like you you literally could have just said this is a storyline about an assassin in this time period. But the fact that they had to pull in this whole big overarching storyline of like you're actually in the modern day and you're using a machine to relive history, I thought that it would eventually end up 
like coming into modern days. That was part able, of the storyline in one of the games. I thought that was play? the movie. That came from the game. Oh, yes. I didn't know. I always yeah. assumed the games you were just this character from this time period nope. and nope. doing all those See, crazy things. Could have got away with it, but no, mm. they had to put in this weird sci-fi sort of element to it. And so I thought eventually it would lead to being able to be like an Assassin's Creed, like in modern day New York or something nope. like that, which I thought would have been cool, but no. No. But at least we'll get to see apparently a uh, modern day assassin in uh, London, I think is where Legion takes place. So I don't know. Not interested. We'll see. No? Oh, all right. Well, are you interested in Crucible? Do you guys remember Amazon's free-to-play uh, team-based shooter that they released back in May? But then it was canceled after it was it already released. It wasn't canceled. They unreleased it due to their poor launch, and the, the, the plan was to rebuild it based on community feedback, You know, get some more features in there, and then re-release it again. They have now announced that the servers will be shut down permanently in Ooh. November, and all staff are being shifted to Amazon's massively multiplayer online role-playing game, New World. That story did not go the way I thought it was. I thought you were going to tell us they're <laughs> relaunching with all the new, the new and improved Crucible coming your no, way this no. holiday season. No. no. Uh, honestly, I, I expect New World to probably follow suit sometime next year. Amazon is not doing well in the game development side of things. and that's They're because, getting their butts kicked yeah, in. Yeah, well, because you, mm. you, you need passionate people. You need leaders behind this type of stuff. And uh, I don't know that Amazon is the right place. No, did either of you play Crucible at all? No. no. Okay, well, that makes three of us. <laughs> I was, well, I'm just curious if it was any good, what it was all about. Uh, well, it, was, it was pretty eh. Seems like it was garbage. Yeah. So the judge in the Apple v. Fortnite case has officially ruled on the Unreal Engine uh, debacle. Apple wanted to pull support from Unreal Engine, uh, which is a suite of tools used by a large amount of the gaming industry to develop their games. Doing so would have severely hampered just about everyone in the industry. Uh, so an injunction had previously been filed, which was keeping them from messing with Unreal Engine, but the judge has now officially stated that they cannot take Unreal Engine away. It is protected, but Fortnite will continue to be blocked on all Apple devices. So do you think this judge had to consult his grandchildren to find out more information on Unreal and her. Fortnite? Oh, her? Mm -hmm. uh, did she have to consult her grandchildren to find out more about I, Unreal Engine? I wouldn't doubt that, but I think more than anything, it's just like... Uh, this entire thing, like, I'm so sad that you're, this... you're just ready for the courtroom drama to start, aren't you? Yeah, like, it's just, this is all, like, ticky-tack beforehand if, procedural if they, stuff. If they do bring the jury into it next year, I want this to be televised. Oh, like the O.J. Simpson yeah. trial? <laughs> I don't know if it's on that level, but maybe it'll be on Court TV if maybe, that's still around. Maybe. Rapper-turned-twitch-streamer Logic is still living that lavish rapper-meets-nerd life. He just dropped $220,000 on... Gold-plated Nintendo. A Gold Gem plated. Mint 10 First Edition Shadowless Holographic Charizard Number 4 Pokemon card. Ooh, 220 grand on a card. And Logic yes. said that he remembers trying to trade food stamps uh, for Pokemon cards as a kid. He was the winning bid of 17 total bids placed on this card. See, what's crazy is it's not like he just sought that out and found that price, and he was like, okay, I'll buy it. It was at this, auction. This is at auction. So he had to multiple times be like, nope, more, uh, more money more, than the yep. 190000 he, he tweeted out on Twitter, lol, I was the guy who bought that Charizard card. Wow. <laughs> That's so much money for one card. You have to be a, just a major Pokemon fan, I would assume. Or just yeah. drop rich. that much money. Or, or rich. Maybe both. Possibly both. Anyway, that's it for the Checkpoint XP gaming news update. For more, you can head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. All right, thank you, Robbie, for that update. Now, Twitch has been making some questionable headlines these past few weeks. Now it seems they're taking advantage of some streamers and they're tricking them into promoting brands 
Weird Beard, what exactly is going on here? So what's happening is uh, a guy named Mr. I Keep It Real on Twitter, um, who also goes by the Black Hokage, I think, um, on Twitch, was upset and he had a tweet go viral over the weekend where Twitch staff is being accused of tricking streamers into promoting brands. So what it is is he put out a screenshot of uh, some Twitch staff member coming into his chat while he's streaming. So they have something that, that identifies them as like a Twitch employee? Yeah, if, yeah. If you look in chat, they have a little like oh, wrench. Oh, because a wrench. Okay, yes. they have a wrench icon in the chat. By and uh, they said, hey, say hello to Fast Shop and then donated some bits so that it would so come that it up. pops up. It's the same thing that Burger King was doing. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But now instead of Burger King, it's Twitch staff themselves. And uh, so it's like it, they're essentially throwing change at you and hoping that you're like, oh, my God, a Twitch staff member. Hi, Fast Shops. And not realizing that, like, A, businesses usually are forced to pay for things like that. But B, it's also kind of slimy that, like, the, that'd be the same as if Facebook showed up on a status that you posted and was like, hey, Subway, say shout out Subway. Say what's up, sh- Subway. And you're just like, no, that's that's weird. I, I don't want to do that. Well, James doesn't care because he has $4 now. Yeah, Even well, though he a- should be being paid more than that. Well, that's fine. You're worth more than that, James. I, I, maybe I am worth more than that, but I'm only worth what people are willing to pay me at that point in time. Okay, so at that if, point in but time. But if you're okay with this, then that's it. That is what you're worth, and you aren't going to get the other stuff. Well, we'll we'll wait and see, Robbie. We'll no, wait and see no, when they start dropping geez. money in my streams. The, <laughs> my, my integrity is yeah. always up for sale. It is absolutely you're on Twitch. Worth more than that. I mean the the big the big pushback comes from like okay, even if this is not the most intrusive thing. So they just said like, hey, give a shout out to what'd you say, Fast Shop, Fast Shops. Okay. That doesn't say fastshops.com. They're not giving you a URL to go to. Like, if I was a, a Twitch viewer and that popped up in the chat, I would assume he's saying, say what up to, some, like, a friend or something that has the, the gamer tag fastshop. You have people that probably pop into your chat sometimes that, yeah. you know, hey, if you want more viewers, check out this this link, right? Unfortunately, that never happens. Oh, you don't get spam bots in there? No. You never have to ban spam bots? No, I only have to ban people who come into my chat and start using derogatory, derogatory terms to people's ethnicities. What, what if they were to then add bits onto the end of those? And then I would have a major problem with that. Mm. So you found so, it. So there is. There yes. is a line somewhere. Yeah. The, the, okay. the big thing I just worry about is like if this is what they're doing now... What's the end? You know what I mean? Like, if they, this is not going to be where they stop, they don't go, oh, okay, well, that's the most that we're going to do. Like, what if Twitch eventually just could make it so that they could come on to anybody's stream and promote whatever they wanted? And that's, it had to be You know, up that, if it were to escalate to that point, I'd have an issue. But I feel from right now, they, what, they came in, they dropped a couple dollars or something on this. Uh, 400 this? bits. 400 so bits. Four dollars. Like four bucks. Somebody comes in for four bucks and says, hey, make sure you give a shout out to whatever. I I don't have to give that shout out. I would say, hey, thanks for the bits. But because it's a bit, it's popping up on your screen. It doesn't matter if you don't want to give the shout out. It's being shouted out on your stream. Oh, and you it's have like a no, line of text that's this big. You have no control. Looking for a hit game that you might have missed? Maybe something that's easy to get into and still worth the time? Well, then we have a great gaming recommendation coming up in just a bit. But first, a classic video game movie franchise is being rebooted with some big name stars. What gaming movie is it? But will it be any good? Find out. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. (laughs) 
Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Next on Checkpoint XP. Stop blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness around you. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're listening to me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard. And when he's not working on his kill death score in Apex Legends, you can find him fully submerged in Baldur's Gate 3. It's Robbie Landis. Dude, the, I think the best thing about this, honestly, I, I think even you'd get a kick out of playing this game uh, if you download the Twitch extension. Mm-hmm. It's similar to games like Fallout and Skyrim. When you talk to people, you have like branching dialogue trees, yeah, right? Yeah. There's a button you can press that will pop it up on your Twitch stream, and everyone on your Twitch stream can vote with you to help As, you decide uh, oh, what really? decisions and choices to make. I like that. Make. I love yeah. that interaction to where, like, that's the one thing you try to find as somebody who's on Twitch trying to find ways to interact with your audience. Mm-hmm. Those little ways that they implement the Twitch audience into your gameplay is what blows my mind. Yeah, see, I've, I've done it with, with you know past games like Mass Effect, where I'll take them and I'm like, everybody, go ahead and put your vote. Yeah, in you'd be like, chat. F's in chat if you yeah. want me to do this. You know, some people yeah. can't be bothered to it. Maybe they're not paying attention or or whatever. But the fact mm-hmm. that it just pops it up and it's just one button click for you to vote, I just think is is the coolest. Yeah, thing. It's very neat. Like Hyperscape had something like that too, where uh, viewers could have the gamer or the the streamer have s- different elements happen to their game. Yeah. So. That's very cool. We were just talking on last week's show about Mila Jojovic. Am I saying her name right? You I are. always get her name wrong. No, you are. Yep, okay. You got it. And the Resident Evil movies. And uh, now it's been announced that a Resident Evil reboot is happening. Now we have castings and we know that this movie is actually going to be based on the plots from the first two games. Robbie. Should we have any hope that these Resident Evils are going to be any better than the last ones? Uh, unfortunately, no. Oh, man. No, no, no. We know how hard it is to make a good movie based on a single game. And apparently this movie is going to take the plot of both Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2. Which is weird because... And apparently cram it into yeah, one Yeah, that's movie. a lot of story to fit in there because yes, the first story yes. happens inside of a mansion. Yeah. The second one is like a whole city. Yep, yep. And I mean, uh, they actually have a great cast here. Uh, they have uh, Kyla Scodelario, who is from Maze Runner. She'll be Claire Redfell. Uh, Hannah John Kamen from Ant-Man is Jill Valentine. Robbie Amell, who is on The Flash, is Chris Redfield. Uh, Tom Hopper, he's he's the big dude from the Umbrella Luther, Academy. Luther, right? Luther. Luther. Yeah. He's playing uh, Albert Wesker, one of the main uh, bad guys. So, Ooh. I mean, look, as far as the casting goes, casting's actually really, really great, but... What do you Again. do with it? What do you yeah. do with the actual movie, like, video game series? Like, I don't <sighs> feel like there's anything there that hasn't been done to death in zombie media by now. Uh, I mean, look, if you had told me this was going to be a series, right? The Witcher has shown us that there's enough room in a series mm-hmm. to properly adapt a video game. Now, this Absolutely. Ha- this has nothing to do, by the way, with the Netflix series that is also live action and based on Resident well, Evil. Completely separate. Right. This is a they separate are taking standalone movie. Two, you know, forty-hour games and trying to stuff them into a two-hour movie. No, there's no way. There is no way this is going to be co- coherent. Whatsoever. Now, do you think they're just saying this based upon the plots of the first two because they have the, those characters? Because I feel like after the first two, the characters kind of go. They whoop. they said yeah, that like, they are attempting to adapt okay. the plot from the first two games 
into the movie. Now, look, if if they want to just try and do sort of something original-ish, but with the characters, could it maybe be okay? Like, it could could it at least hit like the first Resident Evil movie, which was a serviceable movie, maybe. But I mean, when you look at any of the Capcom video game movies that have been made, none, trash. None of them have been good. No, you only watch Mia Djordjevic, and she's not in this one. So I don't know why. I mean, Robbie Amell's pretty hot. Maybe you watch it for Robbie Amell, but uh, there are other other shows I'd rather go watch. Is in, there so. anything that they can do to save this? Like, is there literally nope. any nope. scene, uh, actor that they can cast? Look, if 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 the plan was. Maybe maybe the rumors are maybe it's not one movie, right? Maybe maybe they're planning like a trilogy or a few movies, mm-hmm. right? Based off of the first two games. Then maybe. But if you are trying to cram the plot of two separate games into one movie, it ain't it's happening. It's going to be tough, yeah, absolutely. It ain't happening. Yeah. So so why do you guys think that that they keep trying to make video game movies, especially now in a post-COVID world and especially where where yeah. it looks like uh movie theaters are going under and we've seen such great success with streaming platforms? Why aren't they trying to adapt more video games into streaming shows or at least like longer form content? I just don't get why Resident Evil is the property that like, not to make a joke, but can never die. Like, why is it that they just consistently <laughs> keep being brought back? Why is Resident like we have had because tons it's, it's, of zombie it's the, movies. It's the only thing that Capcom has. I mean, yeah. what else are you going to turn into a movie from Capcom? Street Fighter. I already tried it. Uh, they, yep. they did. Yep. I mean, technically they've tried uh, Resident Evil as well, but the thing is, even though the Resident Evil movies were so bad, they were still profitable. I feel like I they could probably get away why. with a Mega Man. Is it Mega Man uh, Capcom it is. property? Yes, I could. I could see a Mega Man movie. Uh, that if live Sonic action could Mega work, Man. Yeah, if Sonic could work, Mega Man. No, yeah, obviously maybe. you're not going to watch him go through and fight eight different bosses well, in no, all these different but, worlds, but. but. <laughs> I think my issue with Mega Man is I don't think that they put, unless you go with a super sort of kids movie, it's hard, I think, to take the cartoony little version of Mega Man and and put him on the screen. Like, you either put him on the screen that way and it is a straight-up kids movie, or you have to find a way to turn someone into him and then fans of it look at it and go, that's not Mega Man. Uh, I don't know. I think not my Mega Man. Little, yeah, exactly. I think that's a little bit too Mega Man's too blue. Hard. Why is he red? You know what? Devil May Cry. Make a Devil May Cry movie. Oh, I could get into that as well. You know, Robbie, the new yeah. movie producer. Yeah, yeah Robbie. I, I think that one they could get away with. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't know. This is, there's, there's not a whole lot for them to draw from movie-wise. Can't be bothered to play new games as they come out. I've been hearing about this Skyrim thing. Is that worth buying? For gamers behind the times, it's the patient gamer. Each week, Weird Beard and Robbie bring us a new game to check out that maybe uh, you otherwise might have missed. What do we have uh, this week, Weird Beard? This week is a trip down Nostalgia Lane. Anybody who was able to play this on the original Dreamcast will fondly remember it. You can get it on Steam now. It's Jet Set Radio. Somewhere in Asia, there's a city that cannot be found on any map called Tokyoto. But everyone just calls it Tokyo. The two hottest things in the streets of Tokyoto are the punks wearing magnetically driven inline skates powered by newly developed Metrium batteries and Jet Set Radio, a pirate radio station. Jet Set Radio is one of the most uh, well-known games for exactly one reason, and that's because, just like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, it's not the gameplay mechanics that make this game. 
It's the soundtrack. It has one of the most unique sounding soundtracks of video games that just stands out. Like, at the same time that Parappa the Rapper was out on the Dreamcast, <laughs> this was also on the Dreamcast carrying Punch it up. Block. Yes. It's so, oh, it's so good. That's wrong. That's not the lyrics. So what you're doing in Jet Set Radio is you're actually, uh, uh, you play with graffiti and you're going around uh, tagging, grinding, and tricking to the beat, as they like to say, uh, on your skateboard while is you go rhythm, around. It's a rhythm game then? Uh, no, it's not rhythm, but it's like the music is incorporated, right? Like you have to be able to, uh, you know, put like graffiti tags. It's very like urban. It's cool. You're like, you're on skates and stuff like that. And it, I don't know, it, it, more than anything else, it has... Like I said, one of the most standout soundtracks available. You can get this game. Why, why wouldn't I just go get the soundtrack then? Uh, because it's fun to go back and play some of these older games mm. sometimes. I think like you get to play 10 playable characters. You can go through and design your own graffiti to be able to place throughout Ooh. the game. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This is a hot take, especially if uh, Norris from Checkpoint XP on campus here is he's, he's going to be furious at me with. But I always thought that Jet Set Radio was super overhyped. What? I have never wanted to play this game ever in my life. You, really? Dude, it has a 96% positive rating on Steam, a 9 out of 10 Yeah, because all the people like you and Norris go and, like, you know, rate it and vote it up, and then the people who haven't played it like me who don't actually care don't give it the time of day. Well, if you want to give it the time of the day, which you should, Jet Set Radio is 82% or, sorry, 85% off right now. Uh, you can pick it up for $1.19 wow. on Steam. Super cheap. All right, well, there's your patient gamer recommendation. Jet Set Radio. Get it for just a, the price of a coffee. Available, where was that again, Weirdbeard? Steam. Over on Steam. Coming up, we asked on social media, at Checkpoint XP, on Twitter and Facebook, if 2020 was a game, what game would it be? We'll talk about your answers when Checkpoint XP returns. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. The League of Legends World Championships continue throughout the month of October, with the finals set to be held in early November. With the Overwatch League Grand Finals in the books, normally we turn our attention to the Overwatch World Cup. However, with BlizzCon canceled this year, that event is now in doubt. We're unlikely to see more professional Overwatch until 2021. In Counter-Strike Global Offensive, the month of October plays host to IEM New York, as well as the DreamHack Open Fall event. The RLCS X Fall Major is underway, and North America's turn is just about here. North America will compete on October 18th and October 25th. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition will run November 13th through the 15th. We're coming up on the end of the major esports seasons at this point, and it's going to be a long wait until January. Hopefully, 2021 will be a better year for esports. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, head on over to our website. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Site. That's over at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who is having commitment issues trying to decide which next-gen console should be in his sights. Me, James Gamble. Why? Yeah, PS5. You got. Well, you Easy. guys keep telling me PS5, but all these things I'm hearing about with like the Game Pass and all this stuff for Xbox. I'm you have a, a good PC, I'm an Xbox right? Xbox boy. You, yeah. you have a good PC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. PS5 because 
everything you can do on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. You can do on your PC. You can do on your PC. That's it. No, that's the, no, that's the <laughs> argument. That's it's the so argument. Hard. It's so Get hard to PS5. turn my back to the Xbox. He just, he, you're not. You're, you're not turning you're your back. To, you can't doing tempt it on the an Xbox man. He has you know? morals. Yeah. I was he once an committed. Xbox boy, and now an Xbox man. You know, <laughs> he's there with me through my whole gaming um, pubescent times. And now you're moving on to something better: PC gaming. I feel like I'm breaking up with an old girlfriend. <laughs> We asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, if 2020 was a video game, what game would it be? We're going to talk about your answers in just a bit, because first, we're going to discuss what us here on Checkpoint XP feel the game of 2020 would be. What do you think, Weird Beard? I want to hear your answer first. I have no idea. Um, what? It's got to be something that's... Gen- um, al- was it Alien Isolation where everything was just broken and nothing worked? No, nope, you were all- thinking Alien Colonial Marines. Yeah, Alien Colonial Marines. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, I didn't people, realize there was more than one Alien People game. were so hyped for this game because I think it started on Kickstarter. Yes, and the thing is, is I remember last year being like, oh, 2020 is going to be amazing. Like, we're it's going to be so good and everything's going to be that. like... The, the the Tesla rockets are gonna we're all gonna be flying around the planet and like and jetpacks for nope, everybody nope, and nope. then the year happened and it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's uh, Colonial broke. Marines is like the poster child for why you shouldn't get excited about games on like uh, like Kickstarter type don't ever get things. excited for uh, games for the, or the next year it's always gonna be trash. yeah it's 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 terrible uh oh gee for me uh that's actually a good one that's that's one that I probably would have went with um. You know, I'm actually going to go with an answer that uh, that Norris gave, and he said Death Stranding because it was so accurate to what actually ended up happening. Everyone's quarantined now in their houses, like, you know, in the game, everyone's in their bunkers. The world has been devastated, and we rely on people who are just going around delivering packages, whether it's the DoorDashes or the Amazons. And honestly, uh, Hideo Kojima got it right. He knew this was coming. It's all about making P-bombs. Yep. Okay. What about you, James? Huh? Uh, well, you guys are going with games that actually is, exist. I'm going to make up a game that doesn't exist, and I would call it Dumpster Fire Simulator, <laughs> where you have to keep putting out dumpster fires, but all these other dumpsters keep catching on fire as you're dealing with one fire. The next one keeps popping up, and then another one pops up before you have time to put out all the dumpster fires, and I think that is the perfect way to sum up what 2020 has been in terms of a video game. It's like um, Overcooked 2, but with dumpster fires. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Overcooked too, but instead of cooking up those eggs, you're putting James, out dumpster fires. James, uh, there's actually a game called Dumpster Fire Simulator. Is there really? Well, there you go. That game. That's I didn't it. even Appar- have to make it up. Apparently, it is a anime game. Oh, I'm in now. <laughs> all right. You guys are all playing my game. We're all, yeah, we've, all, we've been living it, and now we can play it for fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So taking a look at what uh, some of our social media over on Facebook and Twitter had to say, Johnny said, Anthem. You know what? I would actually give my right arm for this year to be Anthem because Anthem's problem was that it had no content. Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Just nothing happened. There's a lot of hype at the beginning and then it all just fizzled up. Yeah, there, just, there, was, just, there was nothing there. I'd give anything to have nothing right now. Uh, Sun Varus says Dark Souls. You guys think this is the Dark Souls of years? Uh, if, if I was able to like sit at a bonfire for a little bit and then be totally rested afterwards... I would be accepting of this one, but I just... <laughs> because since, I, since I don't have that superpower, yeah, I say see, no. Dark Souls makes me think, like, it's a hard year, but by the time you get through it, you'll feel like it was worth it, like you accomplished something. 
I don't. And we're still so. also not yeah. just like uh, barrel rolling everywhere we got to yeah. go, like just rolling on the ground mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah. All right. Chile says Duke Nukem forever. Ooh. That was another dumpster fire of a game, wasn't yes. it? Oh, see another one that was. Was that also kickstarted? Yes. Or crowdfunded? It, yeah, it started off as a crowdfunding thing, and Ugh. it took like. 20 million years to be able to get out the door. Yeah, see, I, I think that's the type of thing. 2020 definitely feels like like the year that that we didn't pay for, right? Like, you definitely gave someone your money, but this was not the year that we thought we were getting. You got ripped off, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, ben says, Goldeneye with slappers only. But see, the thing is, I was good at that. I'm not good at 2020. You were good at slappers only? Yes, because I was bad at he aiming He was always things. odd job. Yes. Nobody could ever hit him. I was the he only was always one. odd job. He was odd a job little Asian assassin, and he would hit you with the slappers. Okay, all right. Carl here, this is a little on the nose. Plague Inc. Ah, it's wah, a too wah. accurate. Yep. Uh, who's that guy following him? Say, sadly, I felt like the perfect answer. I have to go with pandemic, but that might be a little too on the nose. Yes. Yeah. You guys are taking the little too literally. A little on there. Uh, Frank the Tank says E.T. from the 1982 Atari. Ha. The classic. Do you, know, do you know anything about this Yeah, game? people are like digging those up out of a landfill, aren't they? Yes, yeah. and that's, that's where 2020 is going next. Yep. It's, it's yep. the landfill. Yep. The landfill. Throw it all in. Okay. Put us right next to E.T. So Chris here, he, he just shared a, a very specific GIF, a very specific little video of a Portal where you put the portal on the ground and then jump through it, and so it just creates an endless falling loop. Mm-hmm. So you know in order to get off this train, you're going to die and shatter your legs. It's oh. the only way to do it. Uh, I, I feel like that's that, that's accurate in its own way. Uh, Broly says 2020 is the duck hunt dog. The dog, specifically, just laughing at you. Oh, just trolling <laughs> us the yeah. entire time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good impression there, James. Thanks. Uh, Steve says Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. This is a game? Apparently, I, I bet it was very, yeah. very old. It's probably terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, probably uh, was very. Sarah old. also saying Last of Us or Fallout Four. Apparently, a lot of people think that we are on the uh, the edge of the apocalypse here. Uh, Jeremy says a pirated version of Die Katana, which sounds like a, a weeaboo anime game. He says it sucks just as much as you expect it to. But since you pirated it, it also has a bunch of extra viruses. Oh, yeah. This looks absolutely horrible. Even like, as an anime guy? It's not anime. Oh, it's it like isn't. a first-person sword fighting game. Oh, yeah, oh. and it looks real, real bad. Perpetual Player says day one release for No Man's Sky. Oh, Wasn't the perfect. game broken on the day one release? It yes. was. Okay. It, it, none of what they promised was there. But what gives me hope about this? This is, this is why I like Perpetual Player's answer here. Is that now, apparently, I haven't gone back to see it for myself, but apparently now... No Man's Sky is a really good, really fun game. They yes. delivered on everything that they said that they would and more. Oh. So I feel like this answer is like, yeah, you know what? It sucks right now, but there's hope for the future. So then maybe in 2021, we'll actually get to play No Man's Sky. Maybe. One day. Maybe. And then uh, one of the other questions that we asked, we're going to go through here real quick, is we asked people, uh, you know, in honor of October and Halloween coming up, what is the scariest game or moment from a game? That you've ever played. Amnesia the Dark Descent is is definitely my vote if I have to throw one in of just like it's scary. It's just flat out scary. Um I, I forget the name of the one that I played, but but it's one where you're in an insane asylum and uh, all you have is a flashlight and your batteries can run out, so you have to constantly like re find new batteries. You can't to just put scare me it. just talking about this game. <laughs> you're in an, an insane asylum with a flashlight and that's it. Yeah. And you yeah. gotta find batteries. You, 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 Otherwise can't, you, like, can't see. you can't fight anybody. Like you can only run. 
And yeah, your flashlight can run out of batteries. So you have to find more to, to turn Oof, the lights back on. My anxiety on. is already yeah. through the roof just thinking about playing those two. <laughs> that game right there for sure. Donald says, I've been jump scared one too many times by a very specific video game. Some games have done that a lot to people, but none more than the much beloved Dead Space. Dead Space was spooky. I, I, I didn't like the body horror of it. I'd never play it. Yeah, like it's just kind of, it's like fear, but more gross. Yeah. Uh, Stella says, Alien vs. Predator, the very first game. Playing as a Marine, nothing has ever topped that fear about when the scanner beeps at a turning point on a dark corridor and you realize it's just the door that you've opened. You know, it's funny. James is going to have no input on any of these because he doesn't play I any don't play scary, scary games. games. Um, Alien vs. Predator, I thought that was a fighting game. No. No. Oh, I thought that was like you either fought as the alien or you fought as a predator. Nope. And you fought like Street Fighter style. <laughs> What? Wow. Perfect, James. Yeah. All right, our last one here comes from Duck X. Says, for me, it was taking a break from cartooning Nintendo when I borrowed my brother's PS1 way back in the day and I rented Resident Evil 2. And the liquor that drops off the ceiling forever changed my perception of gaming. If you enjoyed those responses, you can always include yours by commenting on our social media at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook. However, we do want to talk to you on the phone. So if you want to talk to us, give us a call at one 877 You can chime in on whatever social media question we have posed for you. Or you can even call in and ask any question you feel like the experts here at Checkpoint XP should be able to answer. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to us on your radio station. Make sure you head on over to CheckpointXP.com. I want to give a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CheckpointXP. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll talk to you again on the next level. Check.